Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 6.30 Shed. Josie's on his vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love Everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex, 630 Jets, copy your team. Man, that takes me back to about, I don't know, March, April, 1986. The outfield to open up uh, today's show. Well, uh, lots to get to. we got a busy show coming up. We'll review last night's playoff action. Talk a bit about uh, the Edmonton Oilers coaching situation. We'll have NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Uh, Brendan Ulrich uh, yesterday had an opportunity on Inside Sports to hook up with the new head coach of the Calgary Flames, Bill Peters. We'll play a snippet of that conversation. It is a Tuesday, and that means for an hour in studio, Mark Spector. Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. HRA Watch and wager on live racing and the Kentucky Derby May 5th at Northlands Park. 105 today, uh, up for an award or two, Ryan Nugent Hopkins will uh, join us. 135 to talk about the Al Hamilton Scholarship, the first Oilers player to have his jersey retired, Al Hamilton, on Oilers Now. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. The River Cree is springing back cash lingo. Come down to enter for a chance to win your share of up to 72000 in the month of April. And a reminder, you must be a Players Club member to win. Visit the River Cree for full contest details. You can email us at oilersnow at 630ched.com. You can text us at 630-630 Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle... Go see our friend Paul Olson out at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Again, we are on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Uh, tweet uh, Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And we podcast the shows as well. Momentarily, Brendan's going to tell us how you can uh, podcast the show because he's actually, or have access to the podcast. He's the man that puts the podcast through for our friends at Pro-Am Sports. Brendan? Well, you want to know where to find it, you're saying? Yeah. Where to, I don't know how you... <laughs> well, you have an iPhone, Bob. Come on. Yes, I do. You uh, don't subscribe to the Others Now podcast? I do not, usually because I'm <laughs> hosting the show. 
Well, if you did, it would pop up on your phone daily. Once they're uploaded, it will say, okay, four new notifications on iTunes. Oilers Now has now been uploaded, so that's an easy way to, to find okay. it. Or you can just Google it, uh, Oilers Now, and listen uh, on your, your laptop or your uh, desktop computer. I, I, you know, I think I have actually, I have listened to three or four of the podcasts in the past on days where you've been hosting the show and I've been on the road or in the air of the team or whatever. Uh, well, let's get right to it. Uh, we're going to go to about last night first, then we'll talk a bit about the Edmonton Oilers coaching situation. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, obviously a very difficult uh, day with the tragic events in Toronto yesterday. Uh, the Leafs uh, hosting the Boston Bruins, a city that knows a little about uh, dealing with uh, tough situations as well. Toronto forcing... Game 7, uh, with the audio clips, here's Leafs legendary play-by-play voice, Joe Bowen. Comes around to the far side. Hainsey keeps it in. Tried to get it in front of the net. The back end scores! The Joe Biner! And the Maple Leafs are not going to have a goalie interference on this one. 2-1 Toronto! There goes Rask to the bench. Empty net. Leafs get it out in center. To the line! Here's Pekanitz! Got some big pipes. Great play-by-play voice. Joe Bowen, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, radio broadcaster. Leafs win 3-1. They force a game 7. Brendan, is there any chance that the Boston Bruins are going to blow this series? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the Leafs can contain that top line for another game. Like, they held them off the score sheet again last night. Yeah. It was impressive, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I think Anderson's playing better than Rask right now. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. The way Toronto played in the third last night, completely different than the way they played in the third in Game 5 in Boston. So It'll be interesting. By the way, uh, we'll we'll get to just something else in a second here. Washington Capitals last night got it on your team. Alexander Ovechkin scoring twice. John Walton with the call as the Caps finish off the Blue Jackets. Juice now to Kuznetsov. He will just fire this one wide of the net. Wilson chasing a bounce and can't get the shot away. Caps keep it alive. Across to Wilson in the right circle. Up high to Kuznetsov. He'll go low on the left side. Caps work it to Warfink with a driver and they score! Alex Ovechkin on the rebound! Puts it in past Bobrovsky! 7-10 to go in the second period. It's 2-1! On the right wing wall, Kuznetsov. He to the right hash. And now blue line. It is Carlson. One timer shot scores! Ovechkin times two with 137 to go in the second period. It's three. One. Washington on a goal from Alex Ovechkin. So after losing the first two games at home in that series, both in overtime. The Washington Capitals, whose character has been questioned in the past, rally for four consecutive wins, including... Well, they get they get one or two in OT in that series. I'm just trying to remember. Two. Two, two overtime victories themselves. LR the one and backs from the other. There, well, I knew you would know because that's your team. <laughs> uh, now, we did our uh, playoff picks and prognostications, Brandon, and I think that you know this is hard for me to do because, you know, you're a rising young star. Brandon Ulrich, we've got seven series that have been decided. Brendan's record is 7-0. and oh. oh, baby. Well done. <laughs> Who do you got between the Leafs and Boston? I predicted the Leafs in 7, so we'll okay. see what happens. I took the Leafs in 6 um, and was regretting my... Dis- and it, it was a little bit of the reverse Stoffer curse here because I wouldn't be the most disappointed guy if uh, if Toronto was to lose that series. Yeah. Um, 
I'm at four and three. And I think Jack and me are both at four three. Reed's having a tough go around here in the first. He's got two right out of uh, seven so far. So he is struggling seven and oh, Brendan, well done. You've had, I mean, you took Vegas, you took San Jose. That's because everybody else took LA and Anaheim, those playoff experience teams. So NHL.com does this bracket challenge thing where they're giving away a trip to uh, the award show. So I'm right up there with the leaders. Are you? There's only a few guys that have a perfect bracket so far, so I need the Leafs for that bracket as well. Well, well, good for you. That is that is. What am I wearing a trip? Hey, the best I did one year. So it'd be eight, then four, then two, and then one. So twelve, fifteen. I I think one year I got. I went thirteen for fifteen. Yeah, I think I remember that. Remember that year. So you got a chance to better that this year. uh, Very impressive. I don't think there's any debate about that. All right. uh, So. Uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, and there's been discussion, uh, the Oilers, uh, Peter Shirelli talking about uh, back on, I guess that would have been the 11th of April, about evaluating the coaching staff. And I think it's inevitable there are going to be some changes to the staff, though uh, it is my belief, as I've stated repeatedly over the course of the last two-plus weeks, that we're looking at uh, Todd McClellan remaining as the head coach. A domino fell yesterday that was interesting. A guy that had previously coached with uh, Todd McClellan, Trent Yanni, in San Jose. Trent Yanni uh, was a really good major junior player with the Saskatoon Blades uh, when Todd was first cutting his teeth in the Western Hockey League in Saskatoon. Trent Yanni has been a head coach for multiple years in the American Hockey League, uh, has been an NHL head coach with Chicago, was credited with uh, developing young prospects in Chicago on the back end, like Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook, and obviously the plethora of young defensemen that Anaheim have had over the years. Yesterday afternoon, Anaheim put out a release that basically said Yanni would not be getting an extension. My understanding was I believed Yanni still had a year left in his deal. So he was probably or had an option of a year left in his deal and was probably looking to get extended, uh, which makes me wonder whether or not Yanni pushed the issue a bit with Anaheim. Uh, it's also my belief there would be multiple teams in on Trent Yanni. The Edmonton Oilers, I think, obviously would be an automatic. Yanni's penalty killing the last three years has been top five in the NHL. He runs the penalty killing for the Ducks. Uh, at least he has the last uh, three years. They were number one in the league a couple of years ago. I think they finished fifth this year. Um, is he a, an obvious fit? Yes. Are there other teams that are going to have interest in him? Yes. But that is going to be a developing story as time goes on. Brandon, last night I went to a Southside establishment and hooked up with uh, Rob Dom, who uh, is back from uh, Germany. Uh, as many of you know, Rob was the head coach at the University of Alberta. He was a farm team coach for the Evans Otters for a couple of years, uh, farm team coach for the Minnesota Wild for a couple of seasons, worked with Manny uh, uh, Vivrios in uh, Austria with the Austrian Olympic team back in 2014. He's over in Germany right now. And during the course of the evening, we ended up bumping into the guy I consider to be the greatest athlete that's ever been produced at the University of Alberta. And he's not a football player. He's not a hockey player. Terry Daniluk, who's the uh, head coach of the Golden Bears volleyball program, who for eight straight years played in the national championship game. Uh, this year they... Uh, Got knocked off in the semifinal game, but uh, they won national titles in 14-15. At one time, Danilik was recruited in football, uh, volleyball, uh, basketball, track, and baseball. So that's when you know. And I I may have told this story. We were uh, in the Butterdome in about 2000, and it might have been right around the time, that just after Henry Gizmo Williams had retired, and Gizmo was doing personal training. And so 
remember, Terry's a, a volleyball player, so we're checking the football around in, in the Butterdome. And, you know, I'm trying to whip it, you know, with minimal warm-up, 40, 45, 50 yards, you know, thinking I'm a hot shot. Danilek uncorked one about 60 to 65 yards, and Gizmo just looked at was like, damn, that boy got a good arm. I'm like, it was one of those moments where, who is that guy? And I'm like, he's a volleyball player. So I get a chuckle every time I see uh, Terry. It was good to see two guys that were part of one time. Uh, when I was the SID at the University of Alberta, I would argue in the mid-2000s, Alberta had unequivocally the best athletics program in the country. Um, I no longer feel that way. I think the school has gotten a little sloppy on a bunch of fronts. Uh, I won't even get into, I've got people that have texted me about uh, David Suzuki receiving an honorary degree in a province like Alberta where <clears throat> universities have cashed in on royalties for a long time, but that's a whole other conversation for another time and another place. But uh, there's no question Danilek will go down as one of the greatest his, uh, coaches in the history of that program and a terrific athlete in his own right back in the day. It was good seeing him uh, yesterday. Okay. When we come back, we are going to get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing and, oh, by the way, uh, Brendan Ulrich in conversation with the new head coach of the Calgary Flames, the uh, one and only Bill Peters. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Very quickly, let's go uh, to our Westlock Fort text line at 630-630. This text comes in out of Slave Lake, Alberta, fine community. Bob, last night Don Sherry had some negative connotation about college coaches coaching in the NHL level. My neat jerk reaction is I don't agree, but uh, do not know know about the subject matter very well. Your thoughts? Well, Don's a polarizing figure. And at this stage, he can pretty much say anything he wants and kind of gets away with it. That's just kind of how it works once you get to that age in life. So, um, you know what? Claire Drake, pros weren't ready for Claire Drake in the mid-70s. Uh, Go back to Ned Harkness when he left Cornell and went to the Red Wings in the late 60s. Um, you had guys like Jean Perron win Stanley Cups coming out of Canadian colleges in the mid-80s. I think uh, players today are more open-minded, more more accepting of different uh, views than ever before. So, for what it's worth, that's that's my opinion on that. So, uh, as for Don, he's entitled to his opinion. I don't always think he's right. Let's do it. Let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Here we go. Toronto at Boston. The Leafs force Game 7 with a 3-1 last night in uh, Toronto. Game 7 will take place. Tomorrow night in Boston, Leafs head coach Mike Babcock chimes in on his team's approach heading into tomorrow night's game. Or maybe he doesn't chime in. Sometimes less is more. Mike Babcock here, please. You got it? There we go. You're going to be ready to go. Don't spend the whole day tomorrow or the next day getting ready and all wound up. Just relax and get ready for one shift. That's all you got to do. Be ready for one shift. It should be good. Uh, We look forward to it. 
What did Glenn Anderson say in Boys of the Bus? You're only as good as your last shift. Don't want to mispronounce that word. Uh, Bruins forward Patrice Bergeron says the team will be ready tomorrow night. We have some uh, some amazing young players uh, in this locker room, and uh, I know they're gonna they're gonna step up uh, as well. So uh, uh, that's the approach that we want to have. That's it. You know, there's not much uh, to be said more than uh, we need to be better. Game seven goes tomorrow at 5:30. I'll be uh, coming out of the uh, dentist chair, getting my last wisdom teeth pulled out, Brendan. And that would surprise a lot of listeners who don't think I have any wisdom left. News ahead of round two. Here we go. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets, Nikolai Ehlers, Toby Enstrom, both shed their non-contact jerseys, taking part in practice. Joel Armia was on the ice in a no-contact uh, jersey today. Mike Sullivan says of Jenny Malkin, day-to-day with a LBI. Hagelin, day-to-day with an upper body issue. Oh, by the way, what's going on with Ovechkin? Because he missed practice today. Huh? Yeah, Sid Smith, uh, you know, tried to give me a scare there, but I wasn't falling for it. Malkin mispracticed, though. That's what uh, Penn Spanish should be worried about. Taylor Hall, who to me looked like he had uh, a hand issue, uh, has declined an invite for the Worlds. Uh, just wrapped up with the playoffs. Western Hockey League playoffs, uh, game three tonight. The Swift Current Broncos up 2 nothing over Lethbridge. Game three goes in Lethbridge tonight. Swift Current's going to be down a couple players. Key ones at that. Everett beat Tri-City 8-4 in Game 3 last night. They got a two-games-to-one series lead uh, against the Americans. All right, 12-24-and-a-half. Brennan Ulrich was in conversation with Bill Peters. We're going to play a snippet of that right here, right now. Well, exactly what you just talked about. I think it's a deep team. I think it's a team that's got uh, lots of real good quality pieces and unique pieces at the NHL level, and it's also an organization that's got more coming. I think there's good depth in the organization, and I think Tree's going to manage those assets properly. So to me, it's a team that's uh, ready to win now with an ownership group that's committed to winning. In Carolina, you had some skill up front with uh, Aho Skinner, but when you look at a guy like Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, I'm sure you're you're really excited to work with a player that has uh, so much skill. Well, you know what, he's got unique skill, right? He's got like you know, him and Patrick Kane are two of those little guys that are darting and they're evasive and then they they make plays they have unbelievable hockey sense and vision and creativity and uh, also the ability to score he's you know he scored 24 goals last year and 60 assists so you're talking about a elite point producer there and i think obviously the best is yet to come by no means has he uh you know reached his full potential and he's going to continue to set some personal best I would think as he continues down the road and as a team continues to get better so that's a real good pair the Monaghan Goudreau pair now we got to make sure we have a consistent winger on the right side or if we have to rotate some guys through there it's obviously a little bit of a lottery spot winning the lottery to play with those two yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, move on to the decor here, uh, Bill. In Carolina, it was a younger decor, uh, one that you helped uh, a lot with, and uh, you saw a lot of those younger D emergents, a really good defenseman. With Calgary, it seems like uh, it's more of a, a veteran-type group, but uh, still a very talented defensive group that can move the puck as well. Uh, any similarities, differences in your mind when uh, you compare the two groups on the back end? Well, again, both both decors real good. Uh, a little bit different uh, in the experience. Calgary's group a little older, a little more experienced. So 
so I think you can ask for more there and probably should be a little more consistent away from the puck reading the game and defensively but you know we want to we want to get our D involved offensively obviously and I think there's uh, multiple options there with guys who can skate and, and move the puck and jump into the rush and be dangerous that way and I think that's the way the NHL is right now you need your D involved in the offense if you're going to generate five on five. Yeah, is that what you mean when you say the modern game today? Because I've heard that term referenced a few times uh, in your press conference earlier. Is it getting the D involved and uh, playing a fast, quick game? Yeah, I know what I think. I, when I talk about the modern game, for me, it's about the D involved offensively. And really, once the, the play is started, you can be anything. You can be, as a D-man you know, on an ozone entry, you might be the puck carrier, you might be the middle driver, you might be the dot lane driver. Everyone refers to the D-man in the fourth man's ice as the late guy. You don't always have to be the late guy. Sometimes you're going to be the guy required to drive the net, drive the middle, and, and try and open up a dot lane driver. So I think once you start to play, you're filling holes and you're reading off each other and you're letting your instincts take over. So you need real uh, real smart players and active players and guys who can get up and down the ice. And uh, in Carolina as well, Bill, you uh, I mean, you had good possession numbers. Uh, that was uh, one of the assets of your teams. And I'm sure you want to be a puck possession type team uh, here with the Calgary Flames. Um, but I guess at the same time, I mean... You had good numbers, but you never made the playoffs those four years, and some would say a lot of that had to do with the goaltending, which uh, you have Mike Spick now. So if you play that style of game, uh, I'm sure you would imagine that it would uh, lead to some success here in the Western Conference. Yeah, you know what? What we're going to do here as a staff, we're going to get together here tomorrow, and we're going to go over things that we think are important to allow you to win. And it's easy to point at one thing that, that... held you back from being successful or allowed you to be successful but there's going to be about five or six things that I really want to make sure that we're in not only the top half of the league but in the top 10 we want to strive to be in the top 10 in five or six key categories and I think if we can do that then we're going to be a team that's battling for home ice is really what you want to talk about you know not just getting in not being in you know just in 15th in the top half if you're in too many areas if you're 15th 16th 17th you're you're on the bubble so we want to make sure on the key stats that matter that we're in the top 10 across the board it's hard to do but you got to have goals you got to work towards them Alrighty, that's uh, Brendan Ulrich in conversation with Bill Peters, new head coach of the Calgary Flames. Mark Spector coming up. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, HRA Watch and Wager on Live Racing and the Kentucky Derby May 5th at Northlands Park. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell back with Spec when we return on Oilers Now.